Guys, it's that time you got to send the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just freaking wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travesty. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle. Fucking Nubby is here with me. Uh, we're going to have to talk as we always do. It's a, All right. It's a, I'm happy that it's a consistent norm here on the show. Um, Dally and Steve are not here. Eventually, they will come back. I hope. We I want you like, back. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on nubs. <laughs> uh, Crown Jewel may happen this week, and we're going to do predictions on it anyways in the hopes that it will. Uh, obviously, there's some kind of weird terrorist attack. Uh, um, uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, conf- it's not confirmation. Um, somebody mentioned it. That might happen. I don't, I don't fucking know how you. I don't know the, the technical uh, the, term. For it. it was a threat. Right. Thank you. There we go. Hell's bells. I should know words. There's been a terrorist attack threat announced around the same time that the uh, superstars are supposed to, you know, arrive in Saudi Arabia. As far as I know, I don't think WWE has had like an official press conference confirming or denying their attendance of it. it hasn't been moved, but you know we're a couple of days away still, so we'll see. Um, also, we're gonna so we're gonna do the predictions on that. I also want to talk about another cool thing that actually popped up that I know we haven't talked about yet, and also we're going to talk about uh, some some things that have been upsetting uh, Turtle since uh, from this past weekend. Yep. I am very upset. He is he is not a happy turtle. No. Not a happy turtle one bit. But before we do any of that, guys, I got to remind you that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Guys, if you're just like me and you enjoy a hearty collection of comics, as I uh, kind of start growing my collection myself, mostly just wrestling ones, uh, also... Uh, I'm looking for these, uh, these, uh, I believe they're called 1608 Marvel style comics where they take, uh, Marvel characters and put them back into like the year 1608. Hence the name of the comic, 1608. Um, but I only get my comics from one place and that is cartercomics.com and you're probably wondering yourself, well, travesty, why don't you get your comics anywhere else? Because at cartercomics.com, I can save myself 10% on my entire order by using my own discount code. Freaknet, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. I know you're thinking, Travis, you have a promo code for the Carter Comics? No, fool. Discount code. Promo code you only use once, but a discount code you can use over and over and over again. Think of a promo code like uh, a condom. Use it once. Now think of a discount code as uh, not using a condom. Just go for it. (laughs) 
it's funny because you that can go a di- another way. So okay. Richard, see, here's here's my thing. Nobody, I had nothing for the alternate side of that analogy. I was like, well, well, I think I do. I think I think I have a good a good side to it. Throw that. So, let, me, let me hear it. Let me hear it. So you're basically <clears> saying <throat> that, um, just go 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 into it, right? With the discount. Code. Yeah, just going to it. Yes. With this discount code, you can have multiple comics. It's just like multiple babies. They were true. They were true. Yeah. Go. You have one or multiple. That's right. Fill that load up in the cart. Use the discount code FreakNet F R E A K, and you can use you can buy raw, you can buy graded comics, however you prefer to uh, build up your collection of comics. And I know what you're thinking. Some of you guys are like, you know what? I really like to buy my stuff through eBay. You know, well that's okay because CarterComics.com has four different eBay accounts that you can search through and find comics of your choice. And if you find yourself searching through their eBay accounts or their store account, you can't seem to find a comic you're looking for. Just reach out to them. CarterComics.com has thousands of titles still yet to reach their store. They have so much inventory, and they're slowly getting it on there for you guys. But if for some reason you don't see a comic and you really want one, reach out to them. See, they might have it in stock. Uh, if not, they have uh, ways of uh, finding comics for you. And every purchase, no matter if it's eBay or the website, my discount code, FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, We'll save you 10% on your entire order anytime you purchase. You want to purchase this month, use the discount code. Next month, same discount code. Three years from now, same fucking discount code. Well, that's as long as the fucking check's clear. Discount code. So, CarterComics.com, one-stop shop for all your comic needs. And they're growing Funkos. They are Ooh. They're starting to supply Funkos. Oh, snap. Uh, yeah, I'm eager beaver about that shit going on, uh, going available when they get some wrestling ones in. Huh. Because a hundred and nine isn't enough. Wait, do I got a hundred and nine? I got a lot of Funkos. I got a lot of I have, I have zero. Not a Funko guy? No, I'm not much of a collector of anything, really. I just dust, that's about it. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, no, I got I got an abundance of Funkos. I got to I put some shelves up. Uh, Nubby. So the first thing I want to talk about here is actually a pretty cool thing that WWE is doing. Something I don't think would have happened if Vince was still in control, but maybe maybe it would have because <clears throat> we know over like the years of like WWE Network documentaries and stuff like that that there was a uh, kind of a business relationship between WWE and ECW back in the 90s. Uh, we saw the forbidden door happen with uh, with AEW, and now we're seeing a potential forbidden door thing happen uh, with WWE allowing Shinsuke Nakamura to wrestle the Great Muda in uh, one of his final matches. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool as hell. I mean, yeah. been wanting to see this kind of like an inter thing with uh, Japan anyway, but I think this is the best way to go with it, especially with Shinsuke. It's kind of it's home to him anyway. Yeah, oh absolutely. I, I think I think it's incredible that they're doing it. Um, obviously, Great Muda, a huge name in the business for a very long time. I know him mostly. For, I know him mostly from WCW. Yeah. I don't really have access to watch New Japan. If I'm, I mean, obviously, I'd go onto YouTube and just search like New Japan Pro Wrestling, Great Mood, or 
uh, pro wrestling Noah, you know, shit like that, the Japan style wrestling. Um, I just don't. There's just so much other wrestling that I'm trying to catch up on and watch and enjoy and shit. New Japan does need to be one that we need to discuss here on the show. But that's when we kind of grow this again, get more consistency with all of our hosts, and maybe I find an extra day in the week to where we could put up two JFW shows again, the indie show and the regular show. That's the dream. And with the lottery being $1.2 billion tonight, that dream could come true if I fucking win. I got my tickets. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Mm. What's the cost of a dream? Four fucking dollars. Mine was fifteen dollars. <clears throat> fifteen. I bought five with the, you know, the extra. Oh, good for you. I bought two. So fucking just give me this. If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. So. I'm excited for it. Uh, I believe this match is happening on January 1st of 2023. That uh, works. I guess that takes play, uh, takes the place of day one in a way. Better. I oh think God. it's better. Thank God for that shit. <laughs> stupid pay-per-view idea. Well, it was also, uh, I, I don't remember if, if we talked about it on the last show or not. Um, I think we did. We talked about Hell in a Cell not really being an official pay-per-view anymore. Uh, we didn't cover that, I don't think, but that is a thing that I'm happy about as well. Keep it just a special match for a special storyline. And I think doing this, they won't have to force storylines to, you know, go ahead. I mean, they, I feel like they just, some storylines were, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, stale. And they wanted to continue through a pay-per-view that had meaning, which was Hell in a Cell, which was one of them, I guess. But I think keeping the match itself special for a special match down the line yeah. is a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think I read, I, I think there was an article. Again, I wish I had a better memory. But there was something in an article I read that, that uh, said that WWE might get away from the gimmick-named pay-per-views. Um, Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, Extreme Rules, TLC, Money in the Bank, shit like that, which I'm fine with. You know, bring me back Backlash, No yeah. Way Out, shit like that. I'm happy with that. Halloween Havoc should have always been an official WWE pay-per-view in October. Right. I mean, nothing against NXT doing it, but come on now. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Give each pay-per-view, like, something special, but it doesn't have to be a special match. A special story to tell during the show doesn't have to, you know, let's get away from it. Go back to the old way. Agreed. I Agreed. would like to see King of the Ring come back and make it the one-day tournament. One day? Fuck that. I want it to be for 16 weeks. Eh, that's just too much. I want to drag that shit out. Fuck it. But, yes, they do need King of the Ring. They also need Queen of the Ring. Well, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, what uh, what what did they call Queen of the Ring, or did they call it something else when they did it for the women, uh, for the women's wrestlers? I I want to say it was Queen of the Ring, but I'm not one hundred percent. 
All I know is that JFW had that idea first, so uh, you're welcome, Diddy. They steal everything from us. <laughs> uh, on November 1st, 2022, the Wall Street Journal reported that Saudi Arabia may be suspected to a subject to a ter- target attack by the Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corp amid the <sighs> Masa Amini protests simultaneously taking place. The article stated that the attacks were planned for targets in the kingdom. This has brought concern regarding Crown Jewel, as ADE are scheduled to be flying to Saudi Arabia midweek. ADE has yet to address the issues. So, we'll see what happens. Again, we got a couple more days for Saudi Arabia. Uh, ADE Smackdown is recorded this week. So, uh, mm-hmm. Which, for some reason, I can't seem to watch last week's. I know it was on, like, Fox Sport 1 or some shit, but for some reason, it wouldn't record for me. So, I had to watch, like, quick highlights off of YouTube, damn it. Oh, stupid. So, right now, we have eight matches booked for Saudi Arabia. I'm going to assume that this is the confirmed and final match card, uh, pending, obviously, any changes, but I don't think they're going to add any new matches. Um... First match we're going to talk about, we're going to do predictions on, is Alexa Bliss and Asuka taking on damage control for the uh, Daddy Women's Tag Team Championships. After being absent for a few weeks due to an attack by damage control, Alexa Bliss and Asuka made their return to Raw this past Monday. Uh, they challenged uh, Dakota Kai and Io Sky to a match for the Tag Team Championships and defeated them. The next day, the championship rematch was scheduled for Crown Jewel. I am going to go with Bliss and Asuka. I am going to go the opposite and go with damage control. I love my Alexis, Alexa, mm-hmm. but I just think damage control going to win this match. Okay. Amen. I don't know. I don't see them really giving Asuka and Alexa a like one week title run. That seems a little too now. Uh, but they've done it before in, in yeah, Saudi Arabia. Right. No, Saudi right. Arabia is weird. They they're the ones that pick the winners, anyways. Not the same. <laughs> I mean, wrestling is real. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would know that <laughs> there might be sound, but. <laughs> Uh, on October 14th, episode of SmackDown, Sheamus and Solo Sika competed in a fatal four-way match for a shot in the Intercontinental Championship. During the match, Sika stablemates Sami Zayn and Jey Uso of the Bloodline interfered uh, on his behalf, which Sheamus stablemates Ridge Holland and Butch of the Brawling Brutes come to the save. Following week, the Bloodline attacked and injured Sheamus after defeating Sami and Sika on the October 28th episode. Holland and Butch earned a match against the Usos for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships at Crown Jewel. Um... Who you got? Uh, Usos or uh, the brawling, brawling brutes? Ugh, I'm going with the Usos. Yeah, I'm going to go with them too. They might they, be uh, Usy enough. Usy. Fucking, I can't believe that's going to be a thing. <laughs> At Extreme Rules, Bianca Belair defeated Bailey in a ladder match to retain the Raw Women's Championship. On October 24th episode of Raw... Bailey defeated Belair in a non-title match thanks to the distraction of the returning Nikki Cross. No longer Nikki A-S-H. Thank fucking God. 
they are correcting these fucking uh, <clears throat> these fucking uh, gimmicks. It wasn't a bad gimmick at first, but it, it was it, no, it was no, it was it got stale. I mean, they, they just tried to do the hurricane shit all over again. No, it wasn't that bad. It was. It, it got. It if, I had a, if I had a choice between Nikki Ash and Nikki Cross, I will pick Nikki Cross every fucking time. Every fucking time. I didn't hate it. Even I'm, at a child's birthday party. Every fucking time. <laughs> Uh, Nikki Cross, who returned to her previous persona. Boom. Due to this, Bailey earned another title match against Belair, which was scheduled for Crown Jewel and stipulated as a last woman standing match. So, in the last woman standing match, we got Bianca Belair taking on Bailey. And I am going to go with, mm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Bailey. I'm going to say Bailey takes it. I'm going Bianca. I'm going Bianca. Okay. Uh, during Braun Strowman's match on October 14th, episode of SmackDown, Omos and his manager MVP of the Raw brand appeared in the crowd. After Strowman won the match, MVP explained that they took issue with Strowman claiming of calling himself the monster of all monsters and claimed that Strowman would look normal size if he stood next to Omos, which he does. The final week, Strowman called out Omos to confront him. MVP came out instead. Strowman stated that he wanted to challenge Omos at Crown Jewel. MVP then accepted on his behalf. However, Omos then came out and towered over Strowman before shoving him out of the ring. The match was officially confirmed on October 24th episode of Raw. Uh, between Braun and Omos, I'm going to go... Mm, honestly, I want to say no fucking contest, but because I have to pick one, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Braun. I'm going to pick Braun. I'm going with Braun. Okay. <clears throat> what do we got next here? Okay. Extreme Rules. Karrion Cross defeated Drew McIntyre in a strap match after Cross's wife, Scarlett, which, again, congratulations, you guys finally getting married. It's amazing. Incapacitated McIntyre with pepper spray. On the following episode of SmackDown, Cross was scheduled to compete in a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. However, before SmackDown went on the air, Cross was involved in a car accident that and was attacked by McIntyre while receiving help, rendering him unable to compete. The following week, McIntyre announced that he would be facing Cross in a steel cage match at Crown Jewel. Cross, McIntyre, steel cage, we got. McIntyre. Okay, I'm going to go Cross. Awesome, this. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let me see here. On the October 10th episode of Raw, Bobby Lashley listed off the names of previous wrestlers he has defeated, which included Brock Lesnar, who he faced only once and defeated at the Royal Rumble in January. Lesnar, in his first appearance since SummerSlam in July, made a surprise return and attacked Lashley. This ultimately cost Lashley the United States Championship any title offense that occurred right after the confrontation. Following this in a backstage segment, Lashley challenged Lesnar to face him on the following week's episode. The following week, the two broad, which ended after Lashley put Lesnar through a commentary table. Later that night, a match between the two were announced for Crown Jewel. Brock versus Lashley. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go Lashley. 
I'm going with Brock. Brock Lesnar. Okay. Uh, on October 10th episode of Raw, The Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and Rhea Ripley called out AJ Styles to join their side. As Styles and Balor used to be a teammate in the Bullet Club, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Styles came out to seemingly accept the offer. However, he rejected the offer and introduced the returning Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the Good Brothers, as backup, making their return to WWE after both being released in April of 2020, thus reforming the OC. A brawl that ensued between the two teams. The following week, the Judgment Day confronted the OC and challenged them to a six-man tag match at Crown Jewel which they later accepted. So OC versus Judgment Day, I'm going to go OC. OC for me. Gotcha. Do you think they're actually going to find like a female counterpart to take on Rhea? It's going to be Beth Phoenix in the end. So. I think so. A lot yeah. of people speculate it might be Charlotte. Maybe. But um, Beth makes sense. Beth it, that makes sense. Makes the most. Uh, <clears throat> after Roman Reigns appeared on Logan Paul's podcast Impulsive, the social media influencer then trash talked Roman after the latter left the set. This led to a social media exchange resulting in Paul appearing on September 16th episode of SmackDown, where he confronted the Bloodline to invite Reigns to a press conference in Las Vegas the following day. At the conference, the executive Triple H announced that Roman Reigns would defend the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. That fucking name is way too long. Against Paul in the main event at the Crown Jewel, making only Paul's third match in WWE. Uh, I know who I'm going with, but uh, it's your turn to pick first. Roman. Yep, going Roman. He's not losing the titles until WrestleMania. It's not losing it to fucking Jake Paul. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> it's as bad as fucking David Arquette and ACW. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so uh, Crown Jewel is this Saturday. Uh, I think it's I think it's at like noon or one o'clock. It's an early afternoon one because it's in Saudi Arabia. Yep. So I maybe get to watch a little bit of it before I head down to Juliet. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch uh, it, and then I'm gonna get ready to watch the Power Pay Per View. Mm. So, all right, now let's uh let's let's get past let's get past the mainstream stuff. We're beyond that now. Now we're gonna focus on the the uh, the favorite part of the episode, which is uh we're gonna talk some indie shit. And who better to talk some indie shit with than uh our uh our neighborhood turtle? So uh. You ready for some TikTok? Who, Who that guy? Who that turtle guy? Who that? All right. Um. So there's actually gonna be a little bit of um backtracking a tad <clears throat> with um with these results and a match card that I'm gonna announce. And it's also gonna have an, a little bit of the power hour all all in one because the main event of this. Paper, pay-per-view of IPW lead, lead, pretty much led into the Power Hour, which leads into Rocket Pro. So I'm going to do a lot of backtracking in a way. 
So what I'll do is I'll do the IPW's results. Then we'll go into Rocket Pro. And then we'll, it'll all bleed into the Power Hour. I might leave little tidbits just so the people at home just, um, when I say just hold that thought. I'll tell you to hold that thought. <clears throat> all right. Are you, you were about to sing? I thought about it at first. I thought about it. Yeah, and the lyrics had hold that thought in it. Let's get it started. I don't know if I know. See, here's here's one thing I don't think you know about me. If I've ever done it before. I think I have. You, you probably never noticed it. <clears throat> but if there is a moment where somebody says a phrase or something that had that as was part of a song in some aspect, I will get a song stuck in my head and start singing it out loud. But for the life of me, I can't think of one song that has the phrase hold that thought in it. I don't think one exists and I think um we should make sure that it doesn't until we get to sing it. That's true. That's true. I would like to karaoke uh hold that thought by uh whoever fucking creates it. And I do have a friend a couple friends who are in a band. They're actually restarting their band next year. Maybe do I can they, do they them. make music? Yeah. They have make their own music? music. What kind yeah. of music is it? It's metal. Like like They're like yelling Metallica, like Metallica stuff. Good the good music. You think they make uh would make like a JFW uh theme song? I'm pretty sure I can make it happen. If they could if you could talk to your buddies and they can make a JFW theme song that sounds similar to uh Sad But True by Metallica, I'd be fucking happy. I will uh talk to my friends. Because I love, I, I, it's not that I love the lyrics to Sad But True, but I love the beats to Sad But True, Sad But True. Because I don't know if anyone knows this or not, but 80s music is the best fucking music to use as a wrestling entrance theme songs ever. Mm-hmm. Like, nine times out of ten, any Metallica, fucking Van Halen, Sammy Hagar, ACDC, Motley Crue, any of those fucking songs, crush it as a fucking entrance theme song to any fucking wrestler. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. <clears throat> Anyways, okay, yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah, talk to your buddy. See if uh, they'll be willing to make a theme song for JFW because that'd be fucking epic. I mean, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Scourge, which is yeah. their band name, would love to do it. Oh, cool, cool. Especially and, uh, yeah, they got to do it for free. So, yeah, we're, don't, we're, don't worry. We're not, we're not rich here. We're not, not yet. I haven't I, won the I, lotto yet. I, I think, the, um, the only payment would be is to plug their podcast, which, oh, is, well, <clears throat> I use uh there's a there's a local band who's been around this area for decades. Their song is the intro to this freaking show and they're plugged in every single show note. So do the same thing here. And I yeah, I'll throw some shout outs to them. Share some shit on social media. Fucking A. Alright. All right. I love I love free shit. That's I'll be sure I, I will be talking to one of them tomorrow for sure. So we'll get it done. We're gonna Ain't the deal. Get her done. All right, so IPW had a show this past Sunday. Can you believe it? Yeah, I was so I was so bummed that I missed it. Oh, it was an interesting show, let me tell you. Just out of curiosity, if I showed up, would I have had a front row seat? Oh, you would have had a front row seat. Damn I would have made sure. Damn it. I would have made okay. sure of it. Fucking family time really dies into my social life. 
Ah. Bullshit, Mace. I mean, you probably would have been saddened by some of the things that happened in the front row, but hey, <laughs> front row nonetheless. <laughs> All right, well, so. Tell, tell, me, tell me what I missed so I can feel more fucking upset by, uh, by oh. not being there. All right, so uh, first match, uh, Hot Rod Daddy Andy <laughs> defeated D'Angelo Steele. <clears throat> nice. In a uh, bit of a scramble match for the second city championship. We had champion Miles Mercer versus VIP, CW's VIP, that is, Jax Johnson and Mad Dog. And Miles Mercer wins. Mad, Mad Dog Ivan oh. Manson? No, not Mad Dog. Ivan ah, Hell's Bill. How many Just, Mad Dogs do there have to be? There's too many, but there's only one that matters. Did VIP... Uh... VIP uh, have his uh, lawyer with him? No. Uh, I can say maybe that's why he lost, but clearly uh, he doesn't have much success with the lawyer in his corner. Well, from what I heard, and yeah. this will lead to later, Miles Mercer kicked VIP in the nuts. This oh. is according to my my understanding. And I forgot to mention AJ Flyer was also in this match. Okay. So it was a many, many... Uh, people in this match, but in the end, it was Miles Mercer who retained the second CD championship. <clears throat> awesome. Jay Thunder defeated Motivation Mike, only to be jumped by VJ Price and other people <laughs> that are associated with V with VJ Price. Fucking VJ Price, man. He is. Cleaning house, no matter where he goes. Sometimes he's going back to his old roots, you know. You know, we uh, we hear a lot of people praising uh, James Creed. And not, I got nothing against James Creed. I don't want people to think that this is me going to be. This isn't the start of some kind of bad mouthing or anything. But you get a lot of people who uh, praise James Creed for like the work he does in the ring and the shit that he's done over the past. I don't know, three, four. Maybe, maybe edging towards five, but at least four years. <clears throat> but you know what? <clears throat> DJ Price has gone through SCW wrestling school as well, and he's actually not doing as that bad either. And I think he needs to be recognized for the work that he's doing in the business too. Um, every every guy, every, I mean, I don't want to take that away from anyone else in the class. Everyone else is doing really well. El Dorado is part of the school, and he's becoming a fan favorite. Uh, but I don't think there's enough credit given to VJ Price, and uh, I don't know if, uh, who follows him on social media or on Facebook and everything, but he talks a lot about his past story with uh, with struggles with weight and you know the the uh, the the mindset and effort that he put in to lose the way he did to get himself to a point where he could even you know build the endurance to be a fucking wrestler because. Without endurance, you you can't be a fucking wrestler. It's just oh. not possible. It's not about muscle. It's not about power and shit. That it's not even about speed. It's the fucking endurance. If you can't yeah. in, if you can't keep going in a match, you're not gonna fucking do it. And the fact that he found the will to do that, I think is really lost. And I think it, I again nothing against James Creed. I I I, I respect the work he does, but I think because of that. 
I think it overshadows the work that VJ Price has done. And I think people need to recognize that as well as everyone else coming from the school, you know? So, and, and I, and I know I had that conversation with Eldorado, uh, right, you know, I think like right when we found out that Creed was going to be out with his, uh, his injury. <clears throat> Outside of Hunter Payne, SCW doesn't have that pop face leader guy. That could be, that could be Eldorado. And I think he's making, you know, claim for that, which is awesome. Um, it's all about now holding on to it when Creed eventually does come back. Um, yep. but yeah, no, just v, VJ does a lot of fucking work. He busts his ass at school. I'm there seeing the shit, you know, he's booked on high voltage for a reason. So, uh, just for people out there and everything, praise James Creed. For the love of God, don't stop praising him. Praise James Creed, but also, Keep in mind that he's not the only Southland Championship Wrestling student to start showing improvement and start making a difference in this business. So. Yep. Definitely. Fuck yeah. Um, let's see. Next match. Alright, here we go. I went out to the ring. Ready oh, to is fight. This, is this the invitational? This is the Turtle Open Challenge. Fuck and yeah. I'm standing out there waiting for my opponent to come out. And then a certain somebody got on the mic. It turns deep. out. Was it, was it no. deep? Oh. Turns out that Aaron Stone was sit, sitting out in the crowd. He had the microphone ready. He was talking his spiel. Mm-hmm. Said mm-hmm. that I talked so much shit online about him, you know, not wanting to. Wrestled the rest of the roster and only picking out Steve. So my opponent was Aaron Stone himself. He decided he wanted to pull double duty. Now I question, um, was this supposed to intimidate me? Was it supposed to scare me? Throw me off my game? Did I know it was Aaron? If it was, I bet it fucking failed. In a way, yes, because what I brought my I brought it to him. Yeah, I got my ass whooped. I'm not gonna lie, but here's the funny part: I did not get pinned. I did not submit. The referee stopped the match. Why? Were well, you able to continue. Well, here's the thing. We won't know because I was in the middle of getting my ass beat. Mm-hmm. I was getting, I was on the ground. Now, before leading up to that, I held my own. I gave, I brought yeah. some kicks to him. He wanted strong style turtle to come out. Fuck I was trying to avoid turtle. that. I was trying to wrestle, but he wanted strong style turtle. So he was starting to get him, but I just let my guard down a little bit and mm-hmm. I took a big hit. That got me to the ground. I came close to winning. Very close, but he's strong. He's taller than me. And he's quick. And he's younger. So he's hungry as hell. He's a champion for a reason. So he got me to the ground, and then he just started wailing on me. Forearm after forearm after forearm, and so on and so on. In the face, in my jaw. Kicked me in the chest a few times earlier. He stepped on me. I'm on my chest, on my stomach, on my shoulder. 
and then yeah. beat me some more, and then choked me out a little bit. But not to the point where I was about to pass out. Maybe I was seeing some stars. But the referee made a decision. I Maybe in a way it was the right call, but it was Damian Saint. So I'm gonna, just going to throw that out there. You be the judge. And he threw the match out. Now, was I helped to the back? Yes. Was I dizzy? Oh, hell yeah, I was. But there's the question is, had the referee just pulled him off yeah. and checked on me and gave me a few seconds, I probably could have got up yeah. and brought Aaron Stone down. Yeah. But I will say this again. I did beat him down. I did kick him hard enough yeah. to slow him down. Well, let me, let me ask you this. For for those of you, for those of our listeners who are, pretty, are, probably, are probably a little bit new to, I, uh, to uh, IPW, <clears throat> Stone. What what is he for IPW? He's well, he's the current league champion. Yeah. Um, he's been around a while. Yeah. He's well known in Galley Lucha. Mm-hmm. Been the Chicago style. Yeah. Wrestle league, so he's known. Yeah. So this here's here's my thought on this whole situation. <clears throat> I'm gonna assume at some point this guy did something pretty cheap, shoddy. I think I think he definitely took advantage of an opportunity that you may or may not have you know left open. I wasn't there. I'm not going to assume you did, but I think the dude was a little bit scared of you because what sounds to me and what I don't get about the referee, and you can kind of confirm this because you're a ref yourself, but it sounds like he should have been disqualified, not the match fucking called off. Right. So, but I think deep down, I think what he did to you, I think that's a fear thing in him. Because when you got to him, I think he kind of, like, you know, maybe bit off a little more than he could chew. Mm-hmm. And fuck him for that. And I'm not going to deny, he is strong as fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we tried to, you know, grapple, wrecking Roman Wrestling a little bit. He played me for a fool. I get it. Because he was able to get me down, kind of, and then stepped on my toe. So he was kind of playing dirty right mm-hmm. off the bat. But, you know, we... I gave him some kicks, and I know I got him good. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if anything happens again. But let me just say this, Aaron Stone. I know you'll listen, because I'll make sure you listen to this part. Fuck yeah, you do. I am not done with you, Aaron Stone. Um, We will meet again, and what happened this past Sunday will not happen then. Just saying. Um, After the match, um, he got on the mic to and talk shit to Steve and saying that you see what I just did here, blah, 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 blah. I'm giving you a chance to back out right now. But, you know, Steve didn't back out, and he still did his thing later on. So I don't know if Stone was trying to prove a point. Maybe he did. He he proved to me that he's tough and that I got to, you know, be tougher next time. If he wants strong style turtle, then he's asking for way too much. And he's going to get it. Because got to realize where I came from during a time where strong style was new and exciting. From the fucking dojo, bro. The elite pro dojo. Fucking dojo. Back back, back when uh, when, when you are taught wrestling, uh, you know, not with a, uh, a, a soft hand and a, you doing good, buddy? 
Like, oh, you threw up? We'll get back fucking in there. Right. You done? You get it all out? Get fucking back in there. Are you dizzy? Get up and try again. Yeah. Yeah, how many squats you do? 150? I said two. Go. Oh, oh, five more. Let's go. Come on. I don't care if you just puked right there. Go. Squat in the puke. <laughs> right. Right. You clean up that puke while you're doing fucking bridges. Fucking go. Do it now. <laughs> God, good, good fucking all right. times. All right. So I, after all that, um, we had the beer drinking contest thing match for the drinking beer drinking title. Um, it involved Sean Danger, who's the champion, Diesel Tracks, who's Danger's partner, uh, and the both of the Bro Brothers were also part of this. So that was Bro Bros, fucking Bro Bros, so Bro Bros. Um, however, this match was thrown out if it was even a match because a bunch of people, I believe Damien Gray was one of them. He's an idol, and he just beat the crap out of everybody, and there was a big melee. At this point, I was not, I, I was trying to collect my bearings at that point, mm-hmm. so, um, so I don't know what else happened after that. Um, a lot of drinking, I'm pretty sure happened, which is essential. Um, for the junior heavyweight championship, Nick Diamond and Muggsy James went to a no contest, uh, time limit draw. <clears throat> um, from what I heard, this match was a clinic. They put on the clinic for everybody. Not one hand slap or leg slap. Just want to point that out. <clears throat> Damn. They fit right in in WWE. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's see. For the alternative title, Ewok took on Russell TD and retained. And from what I gathered, uh, Ewok and Aaron Stone had a stare down, so there could be a possible happening there, but it's Aaron Stone. He only wants to wrestle ticket takers, so <clears throat> he'll only put the title on the line against ticket takers. Which is funny. Uh, Aaron Stone also said at the beginning of the show that he'll never put his title up against me. Got it. Gotcha, boy. Gotcha. Um, Stone is yeah, scared he, of the turf. I think he. I think he is. Oh, That's no, why he did, scared. He did what he did. Oh, he had, yeah, he had to. Uh, let's see. Um, Workhorses took on the Trios Champions, the ARC. The Workhorses are the new Trios Tag Team Champions. <clears throat> yeah, it didn't take long for them to post that on social media and announce that nah. to the fucking world. Ah. Now, they claim that it was clean. Uh. Um... Well, I watched the footage. Yeah. I saw a little VIP kicking uh, Miles Mercer in the nuts, so I guess that was retaliation for that. Oh, yeah, you, don't kick, you don't kick a man in the jewels, man. You just, come, you just don't do it. Yep. I can tell you right now, in my entire life, I have never struck anyone in the pecker. No need to. Never, never need to do it. I would if I had to. If it was justified, I get it, but I don't. I don't really get into fights. That's I why. Don't that, that's that's why you know when when I say my shit, I do it you know behind a microphone, away from people. <laughs> um. So I I pose this question. Mm-hmm. Um. Is the ARC done? 
because they're not getting along at this point. See, Red even said he was, he's taking a break from them both, especially Miles, because he's blaming Miles for the loss. Well, Miles did get kicked in the junk, so I mean, yeah, realistically, it was his fault, but I don't think so. I don't think the RC would end. They're not the most dominant force right now, though. It's unfortunate that the workhorses are kind of there. <laughs> I mean, they mostly do a lot of talking, but they, did, they, they've been showing feel, out. How did it feel for you to just say that the most dominant fucking faction is the workhorses? They're good. not. They're they're not the greatest faction in podcast history, though. But fuck no, they ain't. Not even close. I mean, they're good at talking, so they would probably give us a, a bit of a competition when it comes to talking, but no. Fuck them and fuck them. <laughs> uh, I'm still salty about what happened last time. And for them to say that they did it clean, well, well, they didn't do shit. They took advantage of a situation, but hey, a win's a win, right, Travis? A win is a win, you know, and if you want to be a cheap shot artist and take a victory, hey, more power to you, but uh, you kind of lose bragging rights when you get caught doing this shit, you know, so, but yeah. right, he, they, they're, they're holding the gold for a reason, because they found a way to fucking do it, and let's be honest, we saw, uh, we, we saw C-Red low blow elite pain and cost them ch- championships in the past, too, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like a, a whole karma circle, if you will. Yeah, and uh, you know when I mentioned hold that thought, yeah, uh, hold that thought because that is coming full circle Fuck too yeah. soon. Fuck yeah! Um, and then in the main event, it was Aaron Stone taking on Steve Arndt. Aaron, Power Hour Steve, Power Hour Steve, that old Deadpool himself. He wrestled <laughs> as Deadpool. He thought he could be protected. I did see, I did, I did see some of the images uh, somebody took uh, from the match, and I was like, "Oh, look! Not Captain America, not Batman, but now fucking Deadpool." Uh, keep in mind, uh, Captain America was under the Deadpool. Well, so that, he, well he, Captain, yeah. Captain America won a battle royal at uh, Hollow Mania, uh, couple, uh, not last, yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, Steve held his own. He got his ass beat, just like I did. Only he got pinned, and I didn't. Um, I want to. I'd like to say that I kind of softened Aaron Stone up a little bit, and that's why Steve lasted as long as he did. But I'm not gonna take anything away from Steve either, because he's one tough son of a bitch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're his fluffer, bro. <laughs> Oh, shit. So Aaron Stone ended up winning. Um, then after the match, Stone gave him, you know, I guess shook his hand, whatever, the stone shake, pound, whatever the fuck they called it mm-hmm. on the power hour, and then Stone walked away. Um, after the match, the workhorses got in the ring. Cause, uh, now, keep in mind, we, as the roster, were all out there again. Yeah. They can just watching, you know cheering on whoever, whatever. Workhorses got in the ring. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. And decided to mess with Steve again. They jumped him. Rion Skills decided to get in the ring. 
and you know get them get them off of uh Steve. Yeah, and, like a good podcast co-host should. Right. But yeah. Only to get himself beat up by the workhorses. Yeah. But then C Red so, came out, right? Well, C Red and I, even though I was disoriented, nah, I was fucked up in the head. You know, couldn't see one out one eye. I went in the ring. A bunch of us went in. And we finally just gotcha. Um, well, Steve went on top of Rian to try and protect him, but then we all just jumped in and got rid of him. Um, it was after that, Rian blamed Steve for what had just happened. Now, hold that thought. Because it comes back. Okay. So for now, I'm going to put this to the side. Okay. And we're going to get into some Rocket Pro. Gotcha. And there's a reason why I'm going in this order a certain way, because I wrote out the card in a similar fashion as the Power Hour did. Mm-hmm. Some matches might be in different spots, but there's a reason why I left one match at the end. Gotcha. Certainly. Right, yeah, and, and keep in mind, guys, that uh, <clears throat> normally we do record these shows on a Monday. Today we're recording on a Wednesday night. So the Power Hour you're talking about is actually the one that happened last night? Yep. Okay, gotcha. I just want to double check it. I want to make sure I didn't confuse myself thinking you're talking about last week's, but you are talking about the one that happened this week. Right. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> Rocket Pro Wrestling returns to St. Joe's Park this Saturday, 700 Theodore Street, St. Joliet, Illinois. Doors open at 4 p.m. Bell time, 5, 5 p.m. $15 general remission, 20 for front row. No advance tickets will be purchased. All at the door. Beer, food, what can, can't go wrong. Different galaxy. You're in a different galaxy. Alright. So we can get into these matches. Try and go through this card real quick. <clears throat> Shaq Jordan versus Aaron Stone. We just talked about, but different galaxy. Uh, versus, versus Bad Buns. And I believe Quinn Whittock was added to this match. Because of his win from last month, it is the Rocket to the Top ladder match. And the winner gets a briefcase of some sort and gets to use it whenever for any title. So this match will definitely be interesting. Marche Rocket will be taking on that damn one of the damn Coyotes, Connor Hopkins. That should be an interesting match. How Marche is going to be after his loss to Grin last month in that casket match. That's true, yeah. We don't know where his head is. and we I have not seen Marche since then. I haven't heard yet. I haven't heard much about him uh, on the uh, on social media or anything since his loss, yeah. I mean, he was Man. doing his thing in NWA, but that's NWA. That's another galaxy, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when it comes out here, what... What is up with Marche? Why is especially, he hiding? Especially coming back to the same venue where that loss is at. Like, I'm yeah. sure he's going to drum up some fucking memories. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's see. We got a triple threat tag match for number one contendership for the tag team titles. We got the Bang Bros versus Drinking Class and versus the Damn Coyotes. Which is Damien Deschane, or um, yeah, Deschane and uh, Brooks Berna. Uh, there's, drink, there's three coyotes. 
there's like five. Five, gotcha. Or four, something like that. We got Christian Rose, DeShane, Brooks Berna, Connor Hopkins. So that's four. Gotcha. Right? Something like that. <clears throat> More than three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we got Damian Gray versus Shogun Chris Logan in a strap match. And it's not gonna it's not the touch of all four corners strap match. Just it's been pin. confirmed just pin submission or whatnot. Um it was confirmed by your buddy Damian Saint. God, what a what a guy. What a fucking guy. Um, I don't know why you guys don't like him. I really I really wish I understood why. It's just some things he's done, but whatever. I'm accepting that he's a decent GM. He's making these matches. He gave me what I want. So I, I didn't appreciate guy. I didn't appreciate him slandering me on this on a recent podcast, the Windy City Slam podcast hosted by Mike Pankow. Um oh, he, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you plugging other podcasts on this podcast? Only because he plugs me. Does he plug us? Does he plug he, us? He will. Eventually. Oh, he will. He fucking better. Nah, okay, it's cool. He, like, no, I, 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 do, I, I do like talking about other podcasting shows and everything. That's why we talk about the Power Hour, so that's not totally cool. But now that I know, I gotta go see what Damien Saint said about you. Well, he's just saying that I um basically disrespected him. I never disrespected him. I don't know. Did you ever respect him? I had because no, a, a lack of respect is disrespect. I had no feelings towards him, really. I had opinions on what he has done. I don't think that warrants disrespect. Uh, really. Gotcha. Well, I guess everyone's got an opinion, right? That's true. They're like buttholes, bro. And sometimes they stink. They oh fuck it, they all stink. <laughs> uh, every single one of them. Not not a clean butthole in the fucking world. <laughs> and I do respect uh, Damien Saint. I, I I haven't met the guy, but he seems wonderful. Of course, because he he likes you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a likable fucking guy. So I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, also, I also voted no on uh, Steve sitting at the show. So. Oh. You would. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funnier that way. I was going to go with dog kennel, but I was like, no, I can't do that shit. Fuck no. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, for the heavyweight title, mm-hmm. the heavyweight champion, Christian Rose, will be taking on Cody James in a street fight. Okay, a huge fan of Cody James. I, I would love to see him more in SCW. He's booked, hey. He is booked a lot, which is awesome. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, for the intercounty, intercounty championship, we got Kevin Cade of the Idols versus the newest champion, Maximus Orion, in a submission match. Awesome. This should be fun. Uh, in a special match, I guess it's the fan favorite match, even though one of them is only the fan favorite, the other one's not so much. Garrison Creed makes his return after injury he suffered earlier in the summer. Be taking on Ryan Matthews. 
everyone's favorite Ryan Matthews, apparently. He sounds jealous. I ain't jealous. Okay, I hope though. I hope not, man. Nah, I, mean, I don't get jealous. Right? And if you ever do, just remember that pop uh, you came out to at that Battle Royal. Damn right. Yeah, I got I got a pop for beating his ass, so. Fuck, yeah, he did. With his own face. With his own fucking face. Fuck yeah, Holmes. All right, um, a fatal four-way for the Outer Limits Championship. We got Campbell Myers versus Conan Lycan versus Solomon Tupu. Versus the Outer Limits champion, Gunner Brave. This match is going to be fire. They are all students of Black and Brave. <laughs> and, um, well, two of those members are obviously the hate keepers from CSW. So Steve's not too happy about that. Steve, Steve brings a lot of problems onto himself. So if he thinks to himself, you know, I'm not really a big fan of what's going on, he should probably, you know, realize the mistakes he's making and just stop doing them. Yeah. I don't get it, man. Okay, I, I went to, I go to SCW, I went to ARW, I fucking went down to Powerhouse Wrestling. Not once have I ever thought to myself, like, oh, God, I am so angry with what's going on because I don't get involved in shit. Steve, Steve here's, the, here's the thing about Steve. And I haven't said anything about Steve in a long time, so I think it's okay to do this. Um, Steve, is a, he, he's a shitster. And not even that. He's the guy who preps the shit to be stirred. All he <laughs> has to do is come in, do his job, just go to fuck home. But instead, he upsets the fucking general manager of Rocket Pro, who in return tells him he has to stand, disrespectfully sits down. I mean, what's he going to do? And what? He gets beat up at IPW? Why? Why does he get beat up at IPW? What the fuck is he doing at IPW where someone's like, I want to get Steve in the fucking ring? Just be there, bro. CSW, just announce fucking people. Put some fucking matches together and then just sit off to the fucking side. But no, you get involved in people's shit. Just be there, bro. <laughs> so. Oh, shit. Uh, I think it's okay to announce this, but uh, we're actually going to be on the Power Hour next week. We are. We are. We are. And I think uh, the way we figured it out is it's actually going to be like a cross-brand show. So... That's actually going to be our show for next week. Hmm. Yeah. Not sure what we're going to do as far as results, but uh, we'll figure that out. But, yeah, it's, uh, he wants to kind of do, a, like, a, I don't know, like a, a cross-release. I don't know how. I don't know what he wants to do. I've done them before, and they're a little bit fucking goofy. But, yeah, next week uh, we will uh, we will be merging with the Power Hour to put together, a, I guess, a special episode, as Steve said. So well, of course it's special. We're gonna be on it. Fuck yeah. We're we're gonna give them top viewers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I still don't know if Dally or Steve are gonna make it. I know Steve has been busy a lot lately as far as work goes. And Dally has their own shit going on, but uh hopefully I mean obviously they're both invited to be part of it as well, so hopefully they can make it. If not, they obviously get us, which uh is more than what they deserve. Mm-hmm. But 
Anyways, yeah, Steve, just, just stop getting involved in shit. Just be there. It's like I tell people. It's like, you don't have to do anything. Just fucking be there. But anyways, go ahead. You're saying. Well, definitely hold that thought because that all ties together. Um, and the last I don't know match, how much brain capacity you think I have to be holding all of these thoughts. It I'm all. I'm at the four right now. You're running out of space, Holmes. Well, I think this will be it. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Um, and then last match I'm going to talk about because it kind of leads into the next subject, which comes together full circle because of what people said and what did, you know. Okay, so anyway. So it's going to be the Chicagoland Championship of Rocket Pro. It's going to be Rockin' Rivera Champion versus me. I made the challenge last month. It was accepted by Rockin, and it was made official by Mr. GM, Damien Saint himself. So, he granted my wish. I get my wish. I get to face Rockin. We've known each other a long, long time. Uh, our first one-on-one matchup. In the professional ring, anyway. I don't think we really... I don't think we had many matches back in when we were kids either, but who knows? That was a long, long time ago. I just remember it was hot outside all the time. Ladders were there, chairs. I was, we were young and stupid back then. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to get my, uh, chance at this championship that I brought into Rocket Pro. Via a deal between Rocket Pro and IPW. Um, so yeah, um, with that, with that match said, this brings me to what I'm about to talk about next. Um, so on the power hour, now we just run through the cards. We don't make predictions. We did that for Crown Jewel. That, that's something we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They went through, per, they do predictions on any card, which is cool. Hey, that's awesome. Uh, oh, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe one day we'll do that, but, uh, you're yeah, still getting familiar. You're still yeah. getting familiar. Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm still trying to learn about people and shit. Like, I mean, one, you, there's going to be a day where, um, when I ask you about a wrestler, I don't have to say, hey, who's that one girl who was at Northern right. Lights, that one, yeah, you know, shit like that. Because there's a lot of fucking people out there, and I just haven't met all of them yet. But one day I'd like to. Right. I still like to make a rock and pro show, and uh, it's maybe even, maybe even get up to a pow. I do. I got. I got to watch pow. That's later. I'm sure I'll be, my match will have happened by then. Uh, so I just got to drive all the way to fucking Joliet to watch you, and then head home. Yes. Set up. Set up. Set up your camera for fucking Facebook Live, and I'll watch it then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> duo me on uh, fucking uh, uh, Android. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so um, where was I going? All right. So um, they make predictions, and it was predicted that um, Rockin was gonna win. Mm-hmm. And Rion's explanation it was, I got beat up by Aaron Stone. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to get in a ring with a ruthless Rock and Rivera. Um, so he used the term. Um, fuck, now I forgot. 
I had it in my head all fucking day. I hate when this happens. Um, oh, he said I chose this life. Yeah. Okay, so I chose to get in a match with Rock and Rivera. I didn't choose Aaron Stone. Aaron Stone chose me, but I accepted. I had no choice. Not that I would back down anyway. So in a way, he's saying that I'm not going to beat Rockin' because he's ruthless. Okay. But I chose that life. Just like you chose to get in the ring with the workhorses on Sunday. But that's Steve's fault, right? It's Steve's fault that you got beat up by the workhorses that you chose to get in the ring with. You chose that life. Mm-hmm. And now you want Steve to make a decision on how he's going to handle the workhorses. Are you kidding me right now? It's amazing, it's amazing how hypocritical people can be when they want to look at shit from a perspective outside their own. It's fucking nuts. Oh, that's hypocritical. Yeah. Not only that. Okay, so before I get into that other part, because that involves C-Red, you'll love this one. <laughs> so, maybe Rion should have told the rest of the locker room to get in the ring before he got in the ring. Because look how easy it was for us to just jump in there to save him and Steve. Yeah. It was that easy. No, you chose that life to get in the ring yeah. and settle the issue for Steve. And then Steve had to crawl on top of you to save you. And then we saved the both of you. I am not putting any of that on Steve. And I will explain that in a second after I call out C-Red on his bullshit. So, on the Power Hour and on social media, C-Red also blames Steve. Because Workhorses decided to jump a member of the staff, which is Rayon. And now C-Red all of a sudden is scared for, you know, the people of the building, the vets of the BFW, the yeah. children. Okay, see red. That's all fine and dandy. Where was that mentality when you jumped Hot Rod Daddy Andy with a championship? How is that safe? Hypocritical bullshit you're talking here. You're going to sit there, blame Steve for the workhorses. Run and Steve... Likes to run his mouth. We get it. But let's look at the workhorses as a whole. Mm -hmm. Look at what they've been doing beyond IPW. They're doing the same shit at ARW. Mm -hmm. Is who anybody getting blamed over there? The workhorses are doing what they do. They just decided this time, let's take the easy way in. They chose Steve. And Steven missed this on camera a lot. He's an easy target. Okay. Yeah. No, 100%. But see, the thing is, like, he wouldn't be a target at all if he just stopped right in his mouth. Here's the thing. Steve is a man. He's going to stick up for himself as a man. I'm going to do say do the same thing. I'll stick, my, stick up for myself. I'll stick up for other people, too, but that's just me. But the point is, the workhorses would have done this either way. 
even if they didn't go after Steve. They just didn't have to work as hard when going after Steve. Sorry, Steve, but you like you said, you're an easy target. So yeah. they saw an opportunity. I still think they would have done a lot to get into IPW. And how is it Steve's fault that IPW gave the workhorses a contract or a deal to get a contract? This is IPW's fault. Steve can run his mouth all fucking day. But in the end, IPW, they made the deal. Yeah. And Rian, you, you gave out the information. So again, you can't put this on Steve because IPW made the decision, and I think the workhorses would have gone in there either way. But C-Red, again, you hit Hot Rod Daddy Andy with a championship and had your boy win, help them win. So don't sit there and talk about safety issues when you use the weapon. And Rion, again, you stepped in that ring. So don't tell me I chose this life because you chose that life too. Yeah. It, it it seems like it's it's the same old song and dance when it comes to what people want to say when it, as far as it goes to Steve. Now I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm I like Steve. I don't want people to think that I don't like Steve. I consider me and Steve in a way you know acquaintances in the business. Um, maybe friends. I don't know. But the thing is, I know he doesn't like when I'm you know when I speak my mind about him, and I get that because some of my shit is. Maybe a little too aggressive to uh, what he does, but again, like <clears throat> you said, you said it, and you're absolutely right. Uh, Steve is able to say whatever he wants. He's entitled to say whatever he wants because he is willing to go and back it up. Um, I don't chose to go that route because I don't want to get involved in altercations with you know people who have short fuses and bad tempers. Steve will step up to anybody and say whatever he wants. He front line of SCW against Powell. We've seen it. Um, I think from what I'm hearing, because I, I wasn't there at IPW, but from what I'm hearing is that fucking C Red needs a scapegoat for the loss. Right. He wants to. He wants to blame Mercer. He wants to blame fucking Steve. He needs a scapegoat because he can't take responsibility for losing the match. Plain and simple. When it comes to Rion, what I'm hearing is, is that Rion at one point was a more youthful talent in the business. Um, and I think he might be a little bit embarrassed of the fact that Steve had to crawl on top of him to protect him from getting beat up. Now, obviously, the workhorses, again, you said it. They attacked Steve because he was an easy target, and the thing is, it 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 made it, it put people on notice. It made people notice the workhorses because the workhorses haven't been around that long. I'm guessing within the last year, year and a half, maybe somewhere around there, could be a little bit longer. I don't know. I just know I haven't heard about them. I think the first time I heard about them was maybe last year. Maybe they don't have the twenty year fucking you know you know you know uh, history in the business. So they need to make an impact in this business. And Steve is a figure in the Midwest indie scene. CSW, Rocket Pro, IPW, Southland Championship Wrestling. He gets around to these businesses. He is well fucking known. You know, to use to use C Red's fucking uh, you know own words, 
he could be known world fucking wide. So why not go after him if you want to make a name for yourself in the wrestling business? And the best part is they work together as a fucking team. And I'll give credit to the workhorses on that. They work together as a team. So if Rion and C-Red want to point fingers at fucking Steve because Steve ran his mouth and somehow it's all all this shit in IPW is now his fault, then so be it. Because deep down, you know, this is the same shit that C-Red and even Steve said. Even Steve before... You know, whatever clicked in his head happened at uh, SCW in the beginning. That they were willing to go to the front line for SCW, but nobody at SCW was willing to go to the front line for them. It's a finger-pointing blame game, and that's a huge problem when it comes to, I don't know, having co-hosts of a, of a show or finding allies in the wrestling business. So, again, I have all the respect in the world for C-Red, and I do respect Rion. I haven't talked to him that much. I had one conversation with him when I was a guest on the Power Hour. All all the respect in the world to them, grow the fuck up. It's just, you know, I'll sit here and I'll poke fun at fucking Steve, but I don't blame Steve for any of my fucking problems or any of my pitfalls. See, right, you lost a fucking belt. Probably wasn't the first time. Who knows? Maybe not even be the last time. And Rian, you got your ass kicked, but you know what? It's because you got cocky. You went there by yourself and thought you could handle it. And you couldn't. Just move the fuck on. But anyways, all right, go back to you. And I'm just, I'm just saying, like the, like we talked, the workhorses, as annoying as they are, yeah, as bunch of couple of crybabies they are, the shit talkers, mm-hmm. they've been, they know what to do, they figured it out. So, yeah. um, I met Wade Evans before the workhorses became a thing, and he, even then at Crush Test, he was a cocky son of a bitch. We've been going at it on social media. Since I've been there, so this goes back ways. They yeah. he they just found a way to get noticed, and they did. It's just unfortunate that some people are in the crosshairs and getting beat up for it. It's yeah. just if you're gonna get in the ring with them, it's your choice. Yeah. I'm not gonna blame this. I'm not gonna blame the vacuum for my ass beating for at, at against Aaron Stone. That was all me, and I admit that. But I'm, I back my shit up. I called Aaron Stone out a long time ago about his bullshit. He just decided to play the game. He did it. Kudos to him. Next time, it's going to be different with me and him. I know. I just know it will. He may be on the ground. But point is, don't point fucking fingers no. when you're the one fucking it up too. Yeah. So the moral of the story is it's not all Steve. No, that's I right, Steve. I am sticking up for you. Take it the, in. The guy who didn't get a get a spot on the fucking Power Hour sticking up for the fucking guy who hosts the Power Hour. Why his fucking co's are blaming him for fucking everything? And I get it. Realistically, I did blame you a lot for losing me the high voltage championship. I do apologize, but you know you did twice. Wrong place, wrong time. Nah, I maybe know. I should. Maybe I, I shouldn't have been the ref. I shouldn't I'm have just, been. I'm just fucking with you, man. You know, you know, you did choose this life, though. You did, I did. choose this life. No, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, I'm excited to see if they listen to this episode because it's going to make next week a little bit more interesting. Uh, Rion already had said it on the Power Hour that he's ready for this. Oh, for I, this and I think 
for the for the episode coming up with them oh, with us going on there because it it did he did mention last week about you know how you call you say that he's not the real deal he did mention that well he is, there's only one real deal just like there's only one mad dog I'm sorry here's another thing too and I can't remember who it was and I got pissed. It's been a long fucking time since I yelled at a television for pro wrestling, but it was it was either last week or a couple of weeks ago. I was watching NXT, and they referred to somebody on that fucking show as the human highlight reel. They do that everywhere, though. Everybody's got a human highlight. There's, reel. Only, you know, there's one, only one. There's only one human highlight reel, and that's fucking acid. There's only fucking one. There's only one real deal, and that's Jay Johnson. Nothing against Rion. I get it. But there's one real deal. Just like there's only one travesty. Me. <laughs> Me. And there's only one nubby. Only one fucking nubby. Uh, now I'm really excited, Dan. I really, I, I gotta, I gotta listen to a show. I didn't get a chance to listen to a show yesterday, so I, I'm gonna have to, I'm, I'm gonna have to listen to that. Uh, maybe on my way into work tomorrow. But, uh, Aether's gotta add to the, um, I got nothing when it comes to these shows. Um, we Northland got Powell, has a show. Right? We got, we got Powell's. Powell's. Yeah, Powell to talk about. Northland has a show. Yeah. Uh, just go to Northland Pro Wrestling on Facebook for their information. I don't have any matches listed. Uh, maybe they do. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they always put on good shows. They've been stepping up their game a bit. So interesting shit going on up there. All right. Um, I'm done with IPW and Rocket Pro. I think it's time for a little bit of SCW presents Russell RH. I mean, Paul Entertainment, Russell, <laughs> whatever. Um, you want to take this or? No, I mean, no, dude, no. Hey, this is tit time, bro. This is tit time. I, this is the thing. I love, I love being able to just to respond to what other people are saying. It gives me a break. It gives me a complete break. But, uh, I, I, I'll be here for you, but you got the list in front of you, so. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, I'll just go through the information. Uh, Obviously, Russell Rage is uh, Saturday as well, November 5th. Yep. Paul presents Russell Rage. I mean, SCW presents it. Um, <laughs> Rage 20, 20 years in the fucking making. Good for them. It's going to be at the Pro the Brower House. Um, I guess I don't really need to give out that info That's because right. they're no. going to be on pay-per-view. That's right. They all they sold out. Sold out. Thanks Which is isn't it amazing that they sold out the same show that Southland Championship Wrestling is on? Exactly. We are the reasons why they sold out. Isn't it? It's just a Come weird on. coincidence. Like they officially sell out a show as because SCW's on the poster. Coincidence? They, they never in, in the history of Wrestle Rage, I have never heard them sell out. Because if that yeah. was the case, I probably wouldn't have been able to go to one of their Russell Rages. Yeah, so yeah, nutty. What a weird coincidence. And here's the other thing, too. Uh, SCW, you know, they have pay-per-views. And what a coincidence. Now Pow has a pay-per-view. It is interesting. Okay. Oh, there man. is a, you know, there is a reason why I did see a member of Pow talking to our video guy who tapes our shows on pay-per-view. I gotta tell you, mm. it's, a, it's a nice breath of fresh air to see fucking Jimmy uproot himself from the fucking bed like Grandpa and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory to come into 2022 with some new fucking ideas like, oh, I don't know, 
putting some popular people on the card like SCW or let's stream it live on pay-per-view. Boom. Golden fucking ticket, Jimmy. Golden fucking ticket. Crazy. (laughs) Um, so the doors open at 5.30 p.m. Uh, video presentation of the past year will be at 6.15. The actual show will start at 6.30 p.m. Um, no tickets available, as I said, as they are sold out. Go figure. Uh, the, this event will be on pay-per-view just for $15. Yeah, and uh, obviously you can find the link at uh, POW Entertainment on uh, yeah. Facebook. But we'll find it for you guys as well, and we'll share it on our uh, our Facebook for you. So they you give you step-by-step step, step by step on what you have to do, so it should not be an issue. Um, so let's um, – I guess we'll run through it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this match card, this huge-ass fucking ma- match card. Oh. Hell, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. let's start with the Hall of Fame. We all Gotta love go. Hall of Fame. Got to go Hall of Fame. Um, I don't, not familiar with these guys. Maybe I just haven't, you know, I'm not around. Uh, Justin James and Russ Boggs are receiving their Hall of Fame awards for this show. Um, let's see. We got the Zebra Kid Memorial Battle Royal. (laughs) Battle Royal. Mm. That's that's an open invitational Battle Royal to anybody. Mm. Even even, Even the turtle. Even Travis T can get. Him. Oh yeah, no, I, I don't do that shit no more. Maybe, maybe super fan Steve. Steve as long can as do there's it. no, maybe as long as there's no women in the match. That's true. Steve, Steve, hundred percent could do it. Nobby could fucking pull double duty that night. Double show, double show that night. Fuck I can it. even bring. I might even bring a championship into the battle royal. You'd be crazy not to. I'd be yes. You know what? You would I be wouldn't crazy be. Not to. I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be me if I didn't. No, it wouldn't be very Kalabunga of you if you didn't. No. Uh, it, it would just be ridiculous if I didn't. Um, so I don't, well, start... I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but do you know who the Zebra Kid is? Yeah. Could you just to tell everyone who it is? Uh, I just I think it's, I think so it's what, I, I I I was familiar with him, a legend in the business. Um, he was the Zebra Kid. What more can I say? It's cool that uh, they, it's cool that they do the memorial battle royals. Like it's not just a generic battle royal, but it's for yeah. to commemorate somebody who made an impact in the business. I think that's pretty right. cool. He is a legend in the business. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that he's no longer around. Yeah. Um, I I believe I met him before years ago. Good dude. Yeah. Had a good conversation with him. I believe. I'm, I'm just having a hard time remembering things. Like. Yeah. You know, you ever you get these mental blocks like you remember having conversations, but you just don't remember. Well, here's the thing, Nubby. You you have uh, nearly well, I want to say nearly two decades. C uh, Red will say eighteen years or whatever. Uh, but there's a lot of information. It's a lot of jobs. It's a lot of venues. It's a lot of you know referee matches and matches and stuff. Uh, yeah, for me, I know I've heard of the guy. I've never seen him wrestle, uh, but. Um, I think his biggest moments in the business was like that area where like I kind of hiatus myself from pro wrestling, but I heard I heard he was a pretty cool dude, and it definitely impacted a lot of people when he passed. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's um, get into the matches. Heavyweight Championship, the greatest POW heavyweight champion uh, in Max Holiday, 
longest SCW yeah. Heavyweight Champion, too. I mean, longest reigning three-time, three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion. He'll be taking on Mattel Valentine. Um, Mattel, I love you. You're my <laughs> friend. But you chose the wrong side, so I am going with Max. Just saying. All you had to do was not choose, and maybe I would have rooted for you, but you chose the wrong side. Uh, for the Midwest Championship, champion JPH will be taking on Kazile, who will be with Tommy McGabre. About time uh, JPH defends his title that he cheated to win for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. I, I, I still, God, I hate, I hate JPH so much. He is sick. Right. When I, when I think of, like, all the shit that SCW has done for the guy, and all of a sudden he goes away to fucking Texas, goes to the, dusty, the road school or whatever like that, comes back with a chip on his shoulder, and then just, like, I'm not in it for the wrestling, I'm in for the money. Oh, that motherfucker. <clears throat> But hey, he's still uh, he's still talented, but still you're you're a dick for oh, what you did. Dick. Such a dick. Uh let's see. For the tag team championships, it's a tables match. The champions, the bad hombre hope cartel with Sandra D versus the IPA. Oh guys, I'm a high voltage champion. Yeah, you're high voltage champion. Meet Hooks O'Bannon and his tag team partner. <laughs> is that uh, still pending, by the way? Yeah, yeah, it's still in the works. This, it, okay. It's a process. It is. It's a total process. But don't worry, don't worry. It's, it's still in the back of my mind. I got a meeting tomorrow. We got to talk it out. Kind of get some shit figured out and everything. I don't get it. Even though I'm general manager, everything still has to be approved. I ran through Terry. Never had to happen before until uh, I don't know. Somebody said something. It might have been me. It might have been on a podcast. I don't know. I think I, I think I spoke myself into a corner, Nubby. So, in a nutshell, you worked yourself into a shoot. Yeah. yeah or you shot yourself into a work. <clears throat> Nobody told me there were consequences for the things I said. Okay, so that's not on me. But uh, uh, you would I, think it's your show. Why? Why can't you say what you want without consequences? I know, but don't worry. I'm still GM. I still have a job. So now there's fucking hoops and processes, whatever. But too much paperwork for my life. All all I know is is that I do work for a great company who is uh, who is being managed and led by a really great guy who I 100% respect. I think he does a fantastic job. Even when he's not there, and he's, you know, it's not because he doesn't want to be there. It's because he has prior obligations that are SCW-related. So, as long as everyone knows, I love my boss because he is a good person and a great guy. I'm not being told to say that. It's coming from my heart. Okay. I believe you. So, um, we got a street fight here. Loser leaves Pal. It is 
Tyler Sullivan versus Joey Chichi. Loser okay. leaves pow. Tyler Sullivan just came back. Like right. Like, like a month ago, two months ago, yeah. Yeah, and now he's going to have to leave because we know Joey Chichi is going to whoop that ass. Oh, God, yeah. You had a good run, bro. It's time to go back to the ice ice cream parlor, Tyler. Sorry. <laughs> you remember him as Tyler Sunday? No, but I heard about it, but I don't remember that whatsoever. It, it was a funny-ass gimmick. Was it at Elite but, Pro? No. I don't remember. Then how would I remember, then, man? Then, and, it's, and it's not relevant if it wasn't at Elite Pro, so. That's true, yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see. That's I'm going to I'm gonna go down. I'm going to save the big match for the main. Um, BMI with Joey Roth and Roxy Hart will be taking on the Trog and Moondog Murray. That should be an interesting matchup. I enjoy Moondog's work. I teamed up with mm-hmm. him recently. We lost, but he's a good tag team partner. Um, A match I would love to see in person. Unfortunately, won't be able to unless I get there at a good time, hopefully. Um, Hardcore Impact will be taken on the Brothers of Funstruction. That that would be one of the better matches. That that's that is probably like the one of the top three matches I'm looking forward to seeing that night. It's gonna be an interesting match, and this will be the return of uh, Hardcore Craig after you know taking time off to deal with you know be with his family, family stuff more important than wrestling, of course. Mm-hmm. So Hardcore Impact, one of the best tag teams in the business today. You know their their cousins are the haters. Did you know that? That I did not know. The haters. Yeah, their cousins are the haters. They oh. work very similar. Did did not know. Look at me. Look at me learning shit. Learning shit. Learning shit. And let's see. Let's. I, I'm gonna assume this is the main event. Why wouldn't it be? It's the five on five elimination match. Pow. Versus SCW. Special Enforcer Austin Roberts. A.K.A. Abaddon or Abaddon, however Dally wants me to fucking pronounce it. I I remember it as Abaddon. I remember it as Abaddon too, but apparently to her it's no, it's Abaddon. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not. But that's something I could definitely ask Austin Roberts one day when I see him. I had a conversation with him. Cool fucking dude, but obviously, I it, to me nothing against SCW. It seems a little unbiased or a little biased because of Nightbreed. I'm gonna. I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm going to talk about that after we uh, after I name everybody in the match. Yes, right. I, had a, I had a conversation with, I guess, a Powell fan about this. You know, you're talking and I, I kind of you you this guy. Oh, okay, so yeah. Uh, well, real quick before you do that, before you do that, I I almost forgot to mention we were supposed to have a special guest on this show tonight. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to Chris Hudford to have him come on and uh, help talk about Pow, help talk a little bit about what's been going on with SCW, and he uh, he messaged me back and he said. I do appreciate the opportunity, but there are certain people on your show that I do not agree with or get along with, so uh, I'm going to have to refuse it this time. So, Nubby, you cost me a, uh, you cost me a guest. 
You're going to have to work on that and do better. So basically, Chris Hepburn's a bitch and doesn't have the balls to say anything to my face. That's the problem. Basically, what it sounded like was Chris Hepburn was being respectful of my show by not coming on and potentially causing an issue with somebody he doesn't get along with. So um, I know it's not Steve. Steve's a huge pal guy. Dale gets along with everybody. So I don't myself. So I'm just gonna ask you, like, please, please start getting along with people. Don't be a Steve. So Hedford is admitting that he cannot be professional. That he's a bitch. Okay, got it. I'll be sure to mention that in my notes. <laughs> and when I write, uh, type up type up this episode to post it, I will mention this. There has been discussions though that he may come on the show post. Uh, Wrestle Rage 20. So, oh, so he's going to apologize to me after, you know, SCW wins. Who knows? Maybe, oh, uh, he, maybe he'll congratulate uh, congratulate you after you win the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Right? See, see. So who knows? You know, but uh, no, definitely in the talks. Uh, also, uh, I don't know if Damien Saint listens to our show, but uh, again, the request that. The the invitation is still there for you to come on to the show and talk. Um, yeah, it'll. I'll have to mention it in the next meeting. Yeah, don't let don't let Turtle deter you guys from coming on this show. I'm not saying I'll get rid of him, but if I mean if you if you need, no, I'm kidding. I love Nubby. Nubby's not going nowhere. Anyways, okay, go ahead. Uh, let's talk about who's in the match. All right, so five on five elimination match: Austin Roberts, <clears throat> Sebastian Forcer, Paul. Jimmy Blaze, yep. Eric Freedom from the you know retirement home, mm. Scott Spade, Chris Cairo, Mason Perks, and the whole team will be with Tiny and Mister Misery. Uh, that is Team Powell. So seven, they, <laughs> seven, so right? Seven, and, gotcha. And it's funny because a certain <clears throat> Powell fan is bitching that Austin Roberts is going to be biased. But they got Mr. Misery and Tiny out there. Yeah. Fuck you, motherfucker. Uh, I, got, I, I got total faith in the fact that Austin Roberts, who is a complete professional, will be unbiased and keep everything fair down the line. Uh, so, yeah. Excellent. I, do, okay, so, I still have so, a thought for that. Excellent. Perfect. I'd love to hear it after we talk about the five that SCW are bringing to the match. We have <clears throat> top of the line five. Elite. It's funny you say elite because okay. elite pain. Two members of the elite pain are on in this team. Fucking elite. It is Hunter Payne. Yep. And Marco Anthony of elite pain. Yes. Their tag team partner, the Irish car bomb, Sean Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Evil gains an evil member, Aaron Xavier. Mm-hmm. And last, but certainly not least, our general manager, commissioner, president, king, whatever he wants to call himself, mm-hmm. Terry fucking Allen. He, he is a very good man. I love my boss. It's exciting. You know what? And what's really cool about it is, like, I mean, it's been a while since Terry actually, I think, I don't know for sure, not 100%. But up until his match with Ivan this past uh, month in October, 
Uh, I think the match, the last match he had before that was the match that gave him the presidency at SCW. So it's a good uh, thing that not true. Not true. Okay, when when did you wrestle in between it? Because I don't I don't know when that was. DWA at their big show in last November. It was Terry Allen versus Aaron Xavier. That's right. Excellent. Cool. All right. Cool. So. At least he was able to knock some ring rust off for actually, you know, getting ready and training for his Ivan match. Kind of helps him get ready for this. Uh, but it's a stocked, it's a stocked uh, card. It's really awesome. The only thing I would be a little concerned about is the evil genius does have the call your shot bat that gives him a title match anytime he wants. I don't want to think about it. So deep down. Deep down, what's more important to the evil genius Aaron Xavier? Have an SCW beat Pow, or to find an opportunity for him to win the SCW Heavyweight Championship at any time and any place when people would least expect him to cash in? Well, if I were Aaron Xavier, I'd be worried about, you know, finishing this shit with Pow because. First of all, he was there at the beginning. Him and Angel were there at last year's Rage when they jumped in and beat shit out of Pop. Yeah. So they have to finish what they started. So to well, me, finishing this but, rivalry is more important. But back then, he didn't have a golden fucking ticket to a championship match at any time in any place. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he would do it. I'm just saying it's a possibility that needs to be kept in the back of Hunter Payne's mind as SCW Heavyweight Champion that a guy he is teaming with holds the bat that gives him an opportunity against him for his championship anytime, any place. True. Let's also not forget. There's another factor, which I guess puts SCW on top as well. Did you know Hunter still has another key? I did not know. Yeah, king to, king to the, I think it's the castle or something. Yeah. He can cash that in for another title. How many of those keys did he have? I know he gave one to uh, Matt Holiday. There was two. There was two. He still has one more. So there, there could be more shit at Rage that we know. But I don't want to – I get where you're coming from when it comes to Aaron. I know I you don't want to think about it, man. I but the can't. thing is – and here's another thing, too. And don't get me wrong. I love my boss. He's a great man. But he also is a former POW guy. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do anything to cause problems between SCW and POW, because he would never do anything like that. Because I love my boss. He's a great man. I'm just saying that when he cuts a promo, and behind him is a POW championship, a guy who left Windy City, went to POW Entertainment, and made a name for himself at POW Entertainment... There's just factors that are going into this match that could alter the victory for SCW because 
of the boss who I love because he's such a great man has history with Pow and an opponent who has a bat that gives him an opportunity at the championship at any time or any place. I don't want to sow the seeds of, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't know the fucking phrase. I don't even know why I started with that. Anyways, I don't want I don't want to put this trust into anybody. I don't want people to start questioning their fucking uh, partners in this fucking match. I'm just saying that things happen in wrestling that you never really wanted to happen, but then it fucking does. So, could SCW be pal? Absolutely, one hundred percent, no doubt. But it all depends on the mindset of the guy who holds the call your shot bat who can have a championship match at any time or any place. And the boss who I love, because he's such a great man, and his true loyalty to Southland Championship Wrestling, or POW. I, uh, SCW is going to win. 100%. You want to know why? Because my boss is on the team. The one I love because he's such a great man. It is definitely a pay-per-view you guys need to check out. Like I said, the link is on Power Entertainment's Facebook page. And we will post it onto our Facebook page as well so you can find it in multiple uh, locations and stuff. Because it is a must-see. Not for the sheer fact that it's a stacked fucking card, but because Southland Championship Wrestling is there. You get an opportunity to see guys like Elite Payne, uh, Mulligan, Aaron Xavier, uh, Max Holiday. You're going to see these guys fight for SCW. This isn't like Wrestle, this isn't WrestleTopia where it's, you know, Powell versus SCW the entire show. Obviously, there's a lot of Powell versus Powell guys, which is fine. But at the end of the day, what matters most, and I'm not taking away any, anything from anybody else's matches. Don't think that I'm, I'm trying to say that. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to for SCW is the elimination match. Mm -hmm. And they got to leave everything in the fucking ring. And pray to God that they put, you know, other feelings aside for the night and focus just on the fact that SCW could stand tall and can remain, you know, a top company if they just fucking work together and not be selfish or petty in any way. Like a guy who holds a bat that gives them a championship opportunity at any time or any place, and a a boss who I love because he's such a great guy and his relationship with POW Entertainment. (sighs) Go SCW. SCW all the way. Feast or Famine is coming up November 19th for... uh, Southland Championship Wrestling. I don't have a match card for it yet, but we do have a couple more weeks before we officially have to talk about it. We'll just keep it in mind it is going to be uh, November 19th at Shaban Civic Center. It will be available on pay-per-view as well. Uh, is there anything else in the TIT talk that we need to discuss? No, I am all out of TIT. Excellent. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. And, of course, you can catch our show when it is released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, just by searching Just Regressing or uh, JFW Podcast. Nobody, that's all I got. 
I think it's time to ring the bell in this episode. <laughs> Perfect! As always, I am Travis Steele. And I am the amazing turtle nubby Kawabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.